Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation with JT, that be me, and Ms. Leanne Whippen, Hall of Famer, that be her. And today we've got uh, Mr. Paul Holden from Willingham's down in Georgia, that be him in the middle screen up there. So we'd like to thank you all for tuning in. And this is where we do the lightning round goofy question scenario for all of our tormented guests. And so uh, we'll start out with something easy for Paul today. Um, if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Death row. Probably my mother's, uh, turkey pot pie. It's it's not pot pie the way that we think about it in the South. It's more of the German, uh, noodle type. Yeah. 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 I think that's. I think you're the first person that we've asked that to that's ever come up with that one. I like it. Yeah, I do too. But first thing you mentioned is mom, which is very cool. And oh. then there's family recipe involved like that. Usually they're like, well, I'd have a filet or I would have Chinese food or, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the first time we heard about mom. That's a cool thing. Yes. Out of all the stuff you cook, Paul, especially during competition, what's your least favorite thing to cook? Uh, it's it's a KCBS chicken. That's still I, I concur. <laughs> like, CB, CBA and you know uh, ICBA down in uh, Texas. The half chickens, ah, I can do that all day. Yeah, long. that I totally agree Ooh, with you. Them, that crazy stuff we do for KCBS, yeah, hate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 nodding my head for you there, buddy. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. going, yeah. He's with you. He's with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, if you were declared uh, supreme rule, ruler of barbecue by Leanne, because she's a Hall of Famer, for mm-hmm. one week, what would you decree as supreme ruler of barbecue? Um, better support of the backyard teams. There you oh. go. There yeah. you go. I like it. And, and yeah. I, I don't believe you probably see that. I, said, I no. see a Hall of Fame trophy. <laughs> I'm looking at mine. Trophy. Yep. Yeah. That's the first the first inductees. Yep. That's with uh, Rod Gray's rib rack there. Yeah, I was going to say. It was <laughs> cast from his ribs. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to distract you. You mentioned Oh, that. no. Right. Yeah. There it is. Did, did Stretch do that? I can't remember. Yeah, Stretch yeah. makes them. Stretch makes them. Yeah, okay. All right. Do you remember, Paul, do you remember the first thing you ever grilled or smoked or barbecued? You know? Uh, yeah, funny. Um, 
uh, chicken legs and it was grilled on the gas grill at home growing up, right? And right. Mm-hmm. slopped with all kinds of sauce and charred and um, but that smell still brings back phenomenal memories. Mm-hmm. Did your folks barbecue when you were growing up? Uh, we, uh, I would say, by true definition, they grilled. Okay. Um, not a, not a, uh, not a thing we did. So the whole, obviously, the competition side and the this sort of competitiveness, we we didn't really do that. It was more just the typical backyard, uh, kind of lighter fluid on briquettes or the gas grill type. Sometimes lighter fluid on the steak. You yeah, know. that helped. That you know, that always helps. I I grew up in the kitchen though, so my grandmother lived with us, and uh, you know, I was in the kitchen from age probably six, cooking whatever. Yeah. Right. That's good. That that's. I really think that's how a lot of people learn. I agree. You know, you you yeah. had your dad. Uh, you never told us if, if your mom was a good cook, Leanne. My mom's an excellent cook. So my dad was always in charge of the proteins and she did all the sides and dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's an excellent cook to this day. Well, I maybe mean, maybe that all that rubbed off on you and that's why you know what maybe you know. Maybe I'm well-rounded as far as cooking, yes. Okay. I, I'm well-rounded physically, but <laughs> Which brings me to this other question. <laughs> Paul, would you describe yourself as corn-fed or grass-fed? corn fed there you go yeah. there you go that's always when we get um somebody on the show that talks about beef and they talk about grass fed i grew up on a farm mm-hmm. and i even get chastised for this i said all cattle are grass fed they are you know it, corn f- feeding or feeding them out in the lot is uh you know a finishing process mm-hmm. but they all got to eat grass so I always found that a really kind of oxymoron statement myself. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Never thought of it that way. Well, mm-hmm. I I think of weird stuff. That's my job. Where's the worst place that had the worst conditions that you had to cook? Uh, there was a little contest up in uh, southeastern Tennessee that was in basically the backyard of the prison. And uh, the local prison up there was just off in the corner, and it was a complete mud hole. So that was probably the worst conditions that uh, that we've had. And you probably it was a good cook. It was a good cook, though. Yeah, you probably drove those poor prisoners nuts with the smell coming over. That's that's all of us were joking about that. Well, Mm -hmm. who's coming over the fence? (laughs) Probably. Do you uh, give us a scale here? How much barbecue do you normally eat every week? It, it we get surprising answers on this. Uh, sometimes yeah. people say, "Well, I eat it every night," and other people are like, "Well, maybe once a week." You know, whatever. So. Yeah. Um, if I would average the whole year, it'd be once a week, right? Because I'm running a test cook, or I'm running trying to run the new, new formula on it, seasoning. So I have to cook something. Right. And trying to get it, but it's not, um, but just eating it. No, it, it generally not. That's, uh, that's actually more common from pit masters than people would think. I think it's very realistic. Yeah. But, but I, but I will, um, if I'm out traveling for work, work, um, 
I do stop by and I'll try different different places in different cities. Now I like to try to find the ones that are off the beaten path in the yeah. areas that probably shouldn't be going into. Uh-huh. But that's uh, I like I like to try that just to see what what's up. Oh, absolutely. The shackier the better for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could dine with a historical figure, who would it be, and what would the menu be? figure alive or dead yeah alive matter. or dead and you can't count john because you already know yeah him. you know i um i didn't get to do it and i i missed i missed the opportunity but you know john was friends with muhammad ali i mean oh. they were very 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 good friends and i didn't know that oh yeah i've got all kinds of things he even endorsed our ribs and he's you know, Obviously, Muslim doesn't eat pork. Um, but uh, I would have loved to have spent time with him when he was over at John's house or, you know, at the restaurant in those years of coming in and out of Memphis. Mm. So I, I think that would have just been fascinating um, to, to hear that guy's experiences in life and wisdom. Pretty, uh, when we're done with the show, I'll tell you a quick story about Muhammad Ali. Uh, it, it absolutely just floored me. I was there and it just made me go, wow. Anyway, um, if we put Paul's skills to music, what would the music be? Hmm. So I grew up playing musical instruments, um, spent time doing drum and bugle chords as a young kid, um, classical. Right. I'm a I'm more of a uh, I like classical music. It's sort of the Warshock, yeah. all that Fausty, um, jazz as well, right? Um, would be coming out of that. But I just got an appreciation for all music, but I would say probably classical music. Sure. Yeah. Um, what's one thing you miss about your twenties? Oh my hair. <laughs> Oh, that's, I'm a sorry. Very, um, that's a very common answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my hair, my sanity. Yeah. Uh, you know, oddly enough, uh, I started working when I was 16 full time. So, and then college, I worked full time, went to school full time, uh, then got into barbecue full, you know, is my other full time. So uh, I think I just missed my 20s altogether. Yeah. I was busy. I just miss getting up and having your body all go in the same direction as soon as you yeah. get up and not having to wait 20 minutes for everything to catch, get, up. catch yeah. up and get synchronized. And I hear you. Yeah. Um, I have a question. What's your favorite barbecue restaurant in Atlanta? Uh, I don't, uh, was it uh, 441 up in Canton is good. Uh, hmm. He's up near Bubba's uh, new barbecue's new uh, seafood place up there. It's good. Um, I haven't really ventured out too much in Atlanta in the years we've been here. Uh, mm-hmm. Memphis, it would be A and R Barbecue. Um, that is, nobody ever goes there, but it, they've got some of the best sauce and pulled pork that I've had. Good to know. Yeah. Um, what's the biggest change, if anything, that you think 
should be or possibly be made to competition barbecue? Uh, we got to figure out how to get away from it being a sauce contest. The sauce is it's, a, it's supposed to be a smoked meat contest. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it really does feel like we just zero in on how many layers of seasoning and how many layers of sauce gets put on it and which is mm-hmm. the shininess versus what was the technique of is that a good barbecue product? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I get it. Um, Sweatshirts or formal wear? Uh, sweatshirts now. Okay. Being, well, in the insurance, being in the insurance industry, I'm used to wearing a suit all the time. And yeah. I've been working right. from home for two years. Yeah. Sweatshirts yeah. just fine. If you could um, work with one of your barbecue heroes, Sans John, who would it be? Uh, and, well, I, yeah, I would have loved to spend more time with Mike Mills. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, and he, he and John were big, thick as thieves, as as uh, uh-huh. Mike Stoller likes to say. But I think Mike was a pretty fascinating guy, and that whole and really anybody in that era, they came to the competitions with. Well, I got my bags of seasoning. I got my, you know, they were creating right there. They weren't going to the store and picking out. 52 seasonings and sauces. They they were the real pioneers. And I think just spending time with anybody in that that 78 to mid-80s time span would be fascinating. Sure. Absolutely. Um, what do you do or what would a fantasy day for Paul look like for activities? You're away from barbecue. You're away from the insurance business. You got the whole day to yourself. Nobody bugging you. And in my life, that's a truly a fantasy day. So mm-hmm. what would you do, if anything? Uh, you know, it's funny. It's it's my days that I get that are I'm on my tractor across, uh, you know, bush hogging the pasture. Yeah. <laughs> nobody can bother me. The phone can't yeah. ring. Get got a lot of time thinking, but I mean, just for full relaxation. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, to me, it's it's hitting a it's hitting a city and and just eating my way around and enjoying mm. the. And, and I've got I've been fortunate to travel all over the world for work, so. Uh, you know, I try to stop in a city and say, like, okay, if I'm in Munich, spend a day, and I would go eat at different places, even if it's just little little things. So to me, that would be a great day, just to eat my way around and see the sights. But Absolutely. Not, and not the touristy stuff. I want to go where the locals go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that way you can have that double martini, and nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. That's right. right. Um, two last questions. One, what do you want to do when you retire, if you ever retire? And two, if you could deliver a message to people listening to this show, what would that message be? Uh, okay, so when I retire, if I retire, I think my retirement is willing, right? So if over the next several years get to the point that the insurance corporate job winds out then you know focus on really uh propelling willingness to the next 40 years um make it to where my legacy then gets passed on to somebody else either 
could be back to a Willingham uh, grand grandchildren or you know wherever it might be. So I think sure. that's actually my retirement plan. Um, uh-huh. And you know something that everybody should know or, or follow, right? I think uh, if we're you know specifically around barbecue, it's, it's don't be a, don't be intimidated by uh, what we see on TV, what you see in the professional uh, pitmasters on the circuit. Try it, right? Do do a backyard cook, do the SCA, do something and give it a shot, right? And uh-huh. you don't have to have the biggest trailer. You don't have to have the most expensive pit. Um, you know, many of pitmasters have been out there with just, you know, a Weber Smoky Mountain and, uh, you know, whatever, and just give it a shot. Don't, sure. don't be intimidated by all the nonsense that we do. Uh, up on the, the you know the, the, the you know the, the master series yep uh-huh. absolutely paul holden pitmaster for willingham's barbecue happy birthday again yes buddy. happy you. birthday Thank you. i hope you have a rip-roaring time tonight <laughs> loading the trailer to leave for contest there you go well maybe uh-huh. somebody will you know bake you a small birthday cupcake in their smoker while you're at the contest or something that'd be all right yeah yeah but we do thank you for spending the time thank with us. So it's been a great story, and I'm glad we could bring it to our listeners. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, for thank sure. You. Thank you, Paul. Mm-hmm. You bet. We'll be back next week. Uh, that'd be Leanne and myself with another edition of uh, After Hours and the regular show, Barbecue Nation. Till then, uh, remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody. <laughs>